Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. Welcome if you are listening for the very first time. Hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Player.fm Radio, Podbean, and, of course, my blog talk radio community. And, of course, those who may be joining me in the chat room, I hope you're having a great start to your week. And, of course, our sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later I'll be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. And, of course, this week, starting this week, we have decided, I have decided to shorten our podcast only 30 minutes. So it's going to be jam-packed with all the information and resources you need, but just in a shorter version. So, of course, tonight it is about the credit. It's about getting organized about your credit. And we have Tara Colquitt returning as our guest. And, of course, the product suggestion and the app suggestion for the week. But social media question for this week was, when was the last time you checked your credit report to make sure it was accurate? And Miss Teresa said, thank you for the reminder. And basically, I hope it reminds a lot of you to go out there and get a copy of your credit report and check it for accuracy because this is Credit Education Month. So just moving right along, and before I share with you on the interview with Tara, I just wanted to let you know that Where did credit and debt begin? The ideal of credit and debt were first formed when someone would lend cattle to a neighbor and would expect to be repaid with more cattle because there would be more cattle at the end of the term. From this stemmed the idea of interest, and soon people could undertake debt on their purchases in the good old days. So that's how it all got started. But Tara Colquitt, assist individuals and business owners in managing credit, money, and debt to create opportunities in real estate, business financing, job creation, and retention, and overall financial health. She has successfully negotiated settlements, helped homeowners qualify for mortgages, and business owners qualify for financing. As the credit woman, she has written numerous blogs, presented at workshops, media appearances, and on Word, KYW, Comcast, Money Matters, and helped many individual business owners and homeowners with their credit. Without further ado, here is our credit. Well, listeners, it is March. It's Women's History Month, and tonight we have the credit woman here because she's going to talk about credit and women. So, hello, Terry. How are you? 
I'm great. And March is Credit Education Month. So, hello. It really is. The two go like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> What's that? I know, I know. So before we get started in, in talking about women and credit, you know, what made you really become the credit woman? Well, you know, as always in life, things change. So in 2006, um, my ex-husband, can you get the ex part of that? Ex-husband <laughs> and I, we split up. And I had to reinvent myself because I was also working with, with him in real estate. We were investors. And so um, also at that time, just coincidentally, the financial crisis started also in real estate. So, well, across the country, not just in real estate. So I had to recreate myself, and it was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And we had done uh, work with a company regarding credit counseling, excuse me, credit repair, because I learned a lot working uh, with that company. And then when I was no longer uh, working as an investor, I worked for two other companies. And I always joke with people and say, when someone starts doing something themselves, it's all because you think you can do it better than someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Because just have a, you know, you make a better sweet potato pie, okay? You make a better ribs. You make something better that than someone else, and that's why you go into business. And I pretty much understood after talking to people and working with people, it wasn't so much that they needed repair, but they truly needed counseling about what happened and how not to get back into it. And then um, my secret sauce is accountability. Because you can't just let people go and say, now go ahead and do it. Because if it was that easy, no one would need anyone. They would just Google. Everything is, you know, at your fingertips. But it takes more than that. It really does. Mm. So with it being Women's History Month, credit history, credit, what is credit, credit month, the credit month. Is it credit history or credit, credit month? Credit Education Month. Credit Education Month, Women's History Month. So what are some of the common mistakes women make when it comes to credit? So the biggest mistake I've seen women making that I don't see men making the same mistake is spending money, excuse me, credit. Because if they spent money, they would be okay. But credit is not money. I I want people to really make that distinction. Um, Spending credit on things that don't have any real value. And the most, you know, the thing I see the most that people have spent their money on, women have spent their money on, is clothes and vacations. Oh, I forgot. And food. (laughs) When you spend money on things that don't give you anything, they're experiences. And I'm not saying not to have an experience. But how many clothes do you need? I had someone who wanted to wanted me to help them with their credit, but they couldn't start because they were taking a, a vacation in March. April and June, three vacations. Wow! And they, I was like, wow, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. But that's how they spent their money. Mm. And you know, it's interesting right. when, you, when you said about the clothes because really, women. Well, they say eighty percent of the stuff we keep, we never reference again, and we wear twenty percent of our clothes eighty percent of the yes. time. Wow. So, and I I always say to people, instead of buying a whole new wardrobe, get a scarf or some type of accessory and see how that works. 
it would be better to get to hire someone to see how your wardrobe goes together than to get more clothes that you don't wear. And then, of course, a lot of women have several sizes of clothing, you know, because you go up and down in weight. I always joke with people that I was, uh, you know, a certain size for a number of years, then got older, started gaining weight. But when I went up to that next size, I said, no, mm -mm. I wouldn't buy clothes until I lost weight because then that was about controlling something that was out of control. So I might have had three dresses that fitted that weight, but I wouldn't buy more clothes. Because I'm like, you're not supposed to. I didn't want to get comfortable at that weight. So I made myself, you know, food scaling back, you know, scale back so I can wear the clothes I had. I know that's not easy, but that's just another form of discipline. It really is. And, and I liken um, a diet to credit counseling because you have to do something different to get the results that you need. And, you know, you're right, because last year, from January to June, I was a part of a group, and we did not buy anything. Only thing you could buy in regards to clothes if you really needed something, like if, if the boots went bad, if, the you know, the coat, you needed a coat in the wintertime, somebody was struggling trying to buy some socks, we were like, look, you need socks. But other than that, if you, you could get something repaired, you could get something cleaned, you could even, and it was really nice because in the group, somebody had to go to a formal and everybody was like, well, what size do you wear? Because I got clothes in my closet or they needed a, a specific type of accessory. So we can really work together not to spend and really work on our credit. And there's something, I, you probably know the name of it, but walk the runway where you can rent a dress. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want, if it's, if it's something that you go to, like an annual event, or if you go to a lot of events, you can't afford to spend two, three, four hundred dollars $400, or most people can't, on this spectacular dress that you don't want to wear again because you don't want someone else to see you photographed in it. Run it. Have something fabulous. And then it's just an investment in, you know, maybe $100, $200 of renting a dress. I, I, I've never used it before, but I've known people who have used it, and it worked out really well. It worked out very, very well. And, and you're right, there's some other things to do, because I started doing consignment shopping, and, oh, I, got I, of, and I got yeah. rid of a lot of things I didn't use, and I bought stuff that I could, I needed, like some sneakers and some shoes. Definitely, and it's pennies on a dollar. It really is amazing. It's, it's a, I've never seen such expensive stuff be less than what you would get from Payless. I mean, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. it's brand, it's name brand. The other thing I wanted to say, a common mistake that I see women making more than men is giving other people access to their credit or even their finances. So we take on responsibilities. And a lot of times it's with, with our children, grandchildren, other family members, that we take responsibilities for things and then we don't have any money. Uh, or we use up our credit in order to move forward. I, I just had a client who was had excellent credit, but was borrowing money in order to help take care of someone, and now she has all this debt. And it was it was literally you can't move forward because now you're caught in a catch twenty two. You owe all this debt. Of course, it's at a high interest rate because you're you're getting cash. And I had to tell her just stop. I mean, literally, let your credit go because you can't afford to do this. You've gotten yourself between a rock and a hard place. But the most important thing is for you not to get stressed out and for her, her own health to go out of whack because she's busy. She's a caretaker for someone 
who has Alzheimer's. That's very hard. Wow. So keep every, all the balls up in the air with her great credit for the last 25 years. But she's getting ready to, you know, be ill because she's trying to do everything perfectly and things are not perfect anymore. They're just not. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. So I advise people, um, I remember when my son was 21 and he said, Mom, will you co-sign for a loan? And I said, no, I give you a kidney before I give you <laughs> sign off for a loan for a car. Because I knew he wasn't responsible enough, number one. And then number two, you're going to ruin my credit. And then I have nothing, you know, it, it was just a, a bad move. And I talk about that to people because it's one thing to help your, um, I have a client now that has two younger sisters and they're like 19 and 21. She's going to educate them while I educate her. That's the way to do it. But don't take on the burden of someone's um, credit and how they, they spend their money because you can get a horrible surprise. A really horrible surprise. Mm-hmm. And then you live with it. And that is so true. So, Sarah, what are some things that we should be doing as women that we need to empower ourselves when it comes to our credit? Well, I find a lot of times, when I first started, it was amazing how many people didn't even want to look. They didn't want to look at their credit. And that's the first thing. You have to come to terms with where your situation is. And, and not to feel badly about it, just know what you can and cannot do. I have a lot of um, people who talk to me. They want to do credit counseling, but I always start with a budget first just to see if their money makes sense. And it's like, no, you can't do credit counseling. Please don't. I'm telling them, do not pay me for credit counseling because your money does not make sense. We need to do something else. But let's really determine what you need to do with your money. It might be paying down debt. It might be you have to make more money. Um, it might, you know, I had... Um, clients, it's the best story. I probably tell this every year, but they they were the people that made the biggest sacrifice. It was a, a couple with two children. They moved out of their apartment and moved in with one of the moms, uh, took the baby out of daycare, and got rid of one of their cars. That was $2,000 a month that they saved. $2,000. In eight months, they paid off all their debt because they were used to spending that $2,000, so it was easy to pay off debt and save money, and then they got a house. That was a real sacrifice, but for a great cause. And so I always tell people, you have to look, because if you can just continue as you're going, you're going to get the same results, right? It's just going to be the same results. And please note, I've talked to lots of people, and they pay me first, and then they don't want to follow what it is, what I'm asking them to do, because it is a change. And I had a, a couple on the other side. Made great money, and it's not about not making money. It's about what you do with your money. Made great money, but I couldn't get the husband to agree to not buy uh, shoes each month. And they were like a three hundred. The, the, the um, you know, the amount they had in their budget for for shoes for him for a month was three hundred dollars. I said, if you save three hundred dollars a month, wow, that's a lot of money. I mean, just with one item. They stopped talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, so I, when I, I joke with people and say, when I call you, you've already paid me. So, you know, I'm not calling about you paying me anything. I'm calling to help you. And so I emailed. I, you know, like, yes, we'll get back to you. You know, life got a little bit, you know, busy. And then it's like, 
your time will whittle out. You know, my contract has a time period on it, and I never want to cheat anyone, but I'm like, if you don't talk to me, I can't make you talk to me. <laughs> wow. You know, and I, I get two sides of, of the equation all the time. So people who follow it, you know, religiously, like boom, 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 you have to do that. And then other people is like, no, I'm, I don't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> mm. Mm. So it's just interesting. It really is interesting. So the first thing is, um, you know, really look at your credit. And you can get, get your credit reports from annualcreditreport.com. You need to make a budget, a, a, a working, living budget, and not just for a month, but for a whole year because things change. Uh, in your life, whether it's the holidays or you go on vacation or you have children and it's back to school, do it for a whole year so you can see how much money that you can save and how you can pay off bills. And um, the second thing I really want people to do is to use their credit to make wealth. So I have a young woman who just started, and she's actually the woman who's going to be helping her two younger sisters. And um, she has a really great income. First of all, she moved back home. And I mean, she actually moved back home in January and called me and said, okay, so now that I have all this money, because, <laughs> you know, you don't have to pay rent and utilities mm-hmm. and all that, I do the right thing with it. And so she's going to buy an investment property. And I love it because it's like she's going to get her credit straight. Um, she's really into investment, not just real estate investment, which I'm very familiar with, but other types of investment. She just has this great mindset. And I love it because if you look for it, you will find it. I really do believe that. And I am waiting for her. I will let you know if uh, it's one of the items that she's looking to do as a business venture, which is very much uh, passive income. If that works, I'll be shouting it all over um, the Internet because um, she has a mentor that's helping her. And that person would literally be doing a course. And mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant because it's always great to have passive income. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're $100 a month. It's $100 you, you didn't have to work for. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's a, a passive income. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I won't say anything about it because it's really their idea. But once they put it into a little package, yeah, I'll be telling everybody about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, Tara, you've just given us so much information, insight, direction on what we as women really need to do in regards to our credit and, of course, our money as well. Um, But there's one question I would like to ask you. You know, with everything that you do, because I know you're between Pennsylvania and North Carolina and you've got the grandchildren and you've got the business and you've got the children and, of course, you've got your life, how do you really manage to just, like, stay organized and balanced? Well, first of all, I listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Your toss out Tuesday. It's like okay, I need to toss out this week because it's usually something that I still have. Um, and so much our businesses are so uh, in alignment in that you it's about being organized. So I I or, help people organize their finances. But how I I do it is two things. I get up very early to try to beat anyone else up, and my family gets up early, so I get up about four a.m. Um, and I go to bed early, too. Don't think I'm up until 10 o'clock either. But, I, you know, I get up very early before everyone else so I can get some quiet time in the day and to think. And then I have a three-way system of staying on top of what I have to do. So I use my phone alarms because, you know, it, the phone is always right next to me, right? 
Um, and I have a weekly written ca- calendar that I use on Google Drive, um, you know, so I can see it for a week, you know, once again, see exactly what you have to do. Like I knew last week that we were talking on Tuesday, so I had reminders every day, like Tuesday at 4, Tuesday at 4. Well, I should have to say that. This <laughs> recorded, but cut that out, damn it. <laughs> That's all right. And, That's okay. Okay. And then um, I have a – Google contacts so for my clients, so I always know when I'm supposed to contact them, and and that's what they really appreciate and and like about that I'm going to stay in contact with them because life will keep on moving forward, moving forward, and just different things to do. But when I'm asking you, hey, did this happen? Or we have to speak on this time? Or I'm calling someone and saying, hey, we were supposed to speak at you know 10 o'clock. Oh, I'm so glad to have that on the cal- on your calendar because I forgot or. I can't make it this time, but making sure that I stay in touch with my clients because that's exactly what they paid me. Part of what they're paying me to do is to make sure they achieve the results that they asked for. So, um, so that's important too. Yeah. And that's how I stay. Or, or, and let me tell you, if uh, like I just messed up on one of my alarms, I put it in a PM instead of an AM. I did not remember to call that person. I really didn't because I didn't look at my written calendar. I, I had to have three ways. <laughs> And it wasn't in my phone. It was like, ah, but she called me. Thank goodness. So that was good. Wow. So, Tara, how can people get in contact with you? I have been saying this for years, and I really love my business name. Uh, and I joke and say, you can Google me, The Credit Woman. If you can't find me, you're no longer on planet Earth because I am out there <laughs> via my website, thecreditwoman.com. My email address is thecreditwoman at gmail.com. Um, my Facebook page is called The Credit Woman. Um, Twitter, The Credit Woman. You can find me. And my name is Tara Colquitt, but I always would say also, don't remember my name. Remember what I do. I am The Credit Woman. So I will help you with your credit. And listeners, as you know, I will have a direct link to her website. So. Tara, thank you so much once again for just sharing your nuggets of credit with us and helping us during Women's History Month. Yes, we as ladies, we're doing it. We are definitely, definitely doing it. So let's complete the task, ladies. Let's get it all done. And that was Tara Colquitt. And, of course, you can reach her at thecreditwoman.com. Well, I wanted to follow up with some tips from Taylor's Tip Time on money and credit. Number one, gather all your bills and organize them by company, by like put all your credit card bills together, or maybe your um, your major credit cards, your store credit cards, maybe student loans, whatever. Organize them. Then, of course, as you go through and organize them, you want to shred duplicates because sometimes they send you the same letter over and over again. Then you want to create a list or do a spreadsheet so you can list all of your totals and know what you owe, how much you owe, so you can constantly keep that in contact with you, and it will help you as you work on a plan to pay it off. The next thing is develop a plan to pay it off. Number four. And the next thing is you get somebody to hold you accountable because a lot of times you need somebody to say, you know what, you don't need to buy the latte, you don't need to buy the shoes, you need to take that money and put it on your debt. And my bonus number six is celebrate your success. So number one, gather all the bills and organize them. Number two, shred duplicates. Number three, create a list of 
or spreadsheet of totals. Number four, develop a plan. Number five, get someone to hold you accountable. And number six is celebrate your success. Every time you pay off something, just have a little celebration, even if it's just buy yourself a cupcake. Well, if you are having um, challenges just organizing the paper piles and you just need to really not only organize those piles but really create uh, a spreadsheet and get all of those totals in order, you know, you can always have a chat with me and I can just help you walk through it. So have been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish. Let's talk about your project. Let's have a 15-minute session just to talk and see how I can assist you. So, of course, you can always go to my website at www.shannadmtaylor.com, click on the contact page, and then connect with me there. Well, of course, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, your sharing. Also, please continue to share, subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm getting more active on my YouTube channel. And, of course, check out my Pinterest board. And I do have a Pinterest board for money-saving tips. So make sure you check that out this week as well. Well, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday. So tomorrow's tip is shred credit-related paperwork you no longer need. So you get those credit cards solicitations in the mail, or maybe you've paid off a bill and you have that last bill saying zero, zero balance, so shred all those other documents you don't need. So again, take time to shred all credit-related paperwork you no longer need, and including those old credit reports. Well, my app suggestion for this week, of course, is Credit Karma, because that can give you credit score, tell you exactly what's on your credit report, and it's free. You know, when you are working on your credit and paying off debt, you want to begin to repurpose. So check out my repurpose board so you don't have to spend any money. Maybe you want to redo your office or maybe you want to take those items that you have, transform them into something new, and bring out the creative side instead of spending money. So check out my repurpose um, board on Pinterest. Now, my product suggestion is, of course, the Mind Reader Desk Organizer with or sliding trays. I have a similar organizer on my desk in red, but it only has three sliding trays. But I have a tray for my personal, my business, and then the top tray just has little notepads I like to grab. But that's a great way for you to organize the different types of paperwork and information you need to keep track of on your desk and not have that miscellaneous huge pile. So my quote for the week is, being in control of your finances is a great stress reliever. Think about that. Being in control of your finances is a great stress reliever. Well, next week I'm excited because we have Dr. Renee Galloway coming back, and she's going to talk to us about being powered up to get organized as we end Women History Month, and of course, next month, I'm going to talk about closet organizing, going to talk about, you know, spring cleaning our pantry, moving your home, your office, managing your time, so I am truly, truly excited about that, and I hope you enjoyed this abbreviated version of the uh, Got Clutter, Get Organized, which is more packed with more information um, in a shorter period of time for you to listen live 
or either listen at your leisure. So I'd like to thank you so much for continuing to allow me to do what I love to do. And please visit my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.